0: Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel.
1: This year's budget certainly proved to be an election special, with plenty of handouts to voters ahead of next month's federal election. But how was it for businesses? What's the year ahead looking like? And what will happen to the economy if Labor comes to power next month? From Sound Cartel, this is Business Essentials Daily. I'm Peter Letts, filling in for Nicole Goodman. Professor Neville Norman of Melbourne University says the critics are wrong and that this big spending budget will have very little effect on inflation. And he says that Labor, if it comes to power next month, won't be pulling any big economic levers. But there's a rocky road ahead for businesses with variable loans, particularly loans which are tied to mortgages. Neville Norman starts by describing
2: the current state of the economy to Jeff Waters. Well, the economic environment as we head towards the middle of the year, Jeff, is one of recovery from COVID. And uh, we've got documents from the Treasury reflected in the recent March budget that are broadly in agreement with most economists' view, although a little guilted. But I just want to preface this by saying that I've always believed in GERP, G I R P, four main sets of economic indicators that business needs to look at g for growth or economic activity which sets the purchasing power now that's looking a lot better and uh, it's largely a bounce back Uh, but of course there's many areas where while the restrictions from the lockdown have gone out of vogue they've been replaced by a psychological barrier of people not jumping back into travel tourism uh, restaurants and so on as fully as they were before COVID, and i think that'll prevail inflation is not just consumer prices, like in CPI, but also includes property prices, which are not in CPI. So that needs to be known because when you see headline CPI, you're not going to see that 20% property increase of the last year or what I think will now be a fall, a small fall anyway. So they're important because the Reserve Bank is obliged to use monetary policy, which is interest rates, and they control the level, to do anything to address inflation pressures. And clearly that day where they move is coming closer. I think you can see that. All borrowers will be aware. are the rates just mentioned, and of course exchange rates, as well as interest rates. I cannot remember business questions to me in thousands of addresses to business audiences where at least half went about interest rates and exchange rates. Exchange rates, you've seen the Australian dollar strengthen with the recent increase in commodity prices, and um, I think that will continue. And then P is policy, monetary and budgetary policy. If I summarise all of that, it's a much better environment for doing business. Many businesses have not managed to stay alive with us. Those of you who have, This is a good backup through to the end of the year, as long as there's not another COVID wave that's manifested in restrictions, because it's the restrictions, not the COVID does it. That's the general background. You described them as settings. What
3: difference will the government's March 22 budget make to those settings for
2: business? Thought a bit about that, Jeff. Three things. First of all, there is some stimulus with the handouts and uh, that will basically boost the growth a little bit higher. I do not believe the inflation any higher with that, except, of course, with the halving of the fuel excise in the March budget, that will have an immediate effect in lowering the CPI. Not a lot, but about two or three tenths of one percent. It's not a lot, but it's a great help to people. And that'll, of course, go back in September if the government's re-elected and the policy isn't changed. The third thing is the monetary effect. Now, some extremists are saying that the budget is so expansionary that it'll cause inflation and cause the Reserve Bank to act. I'll say on that one, the Reserve Bank is likely to act anyway. It doesn't make any difference.
0: Interested in startup culture or an entrepreneur yourself, perhaps? Then you will love The History of the Australian Startup Ecosystem, a new podcast series that examines the rich history of Australian startups. Be inspired by guests like Tim Fung, founder of Airtasker, Daniel Flynn, founder of Thank You, Cameron Adams, co-founder of Canva, and the founders of VCs, Blackbird and SquarePeg. Follow the History of the Australian Startup Ecosystem wherever you listen to podcasts. The link is also in the show notes of this episode.
3: So you mentioned CPI and petrol prices, but aren't we experiencing a global increase in inflation that is out of the government's
2: control? It is, and of course it's a lot of a publicity about inflation in the United States. But that really doesn't affect us directly, except that it causes other countries to raise interest rates and that's another factor why the day when our rates will go up will come up i'll just mention briefly that a year ago only two of us in the scope survey of australian economists believe there'd be any increase in interest rates over this calendar year 2022. So I'm not claiming great premonition, except it was pretty obvious that was going to happen. And uh, I think many people got sucked into the Reserve Bank promise of no rate increases till 2024. And of course, they've been running from that for a long time. And I think it's a near certainty there'll be rate rises and you'd better get ready for it. So when those rates do rise,
3: we generally talk about the base rate and we talk about property repayments and how that affects the economy. But how do those interest rates increases affect small businesses particularly?
2: Critical question is whether small businesses as borrowers have fixed their rates, in which case no effect during the fixing term, three, five or so years and uh, but otherwise it's of course a cash increase and uh, many small businesses have their housing loans interacted with their business as well so it's going to be a cash impost on them and um, it's also an uncertainty effect of higher interest rates the question is will they go up more and in areas like consumer durables which have done very well household items and so on there'll be a tempering of demand for those things so That's what the government intends. Of course, it's going to have an even bigger impact on property prices for those who uh, have not fixed their rates, and that's a significant number of people.
3: We're heading to an election very soon. What difference would an ALP,
2: a Labor Party, program make to any of this? One has to be professional here. I've looked at the um, alternative budget delivered by Mr Albanese, and the uh, Shadow Treasurer. And it's very different to three years ago where there was a bigger spending program. So it's, one would say, a more responsible one. One has to say there's a significant chance of a change of government. The polls suggest uh, more than a significant chance, but we have to look at that. The big difference is that the radical tax plan that I think was ill-thought under the shortened alternative three years ago, it's unlikely that we'll have anything like that. In fact, anything like the dividend imputation or even negative gearing removal that we saw three years ago did not feature, and I think that gives business confidence that if there is a change of government, some of the things that you could have feared three years ago will almost certainly not happen. So it sounds like
3: the Labor Party will hold a steady-as-she-goes economic approach for the short
2: term? Well, I think so, and indeed, if you look back to uh, when the Hawke government came in, in the early 1980s, they were expected to have rampant wage increases because Hawke was the trade union leader and so on, and it turned out to be an excellent period of economic management, and uh, I think the Labor Party's learnt from three years ago. Professor Neville Norman, Melbourne University.
1: This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Letts. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at B Daily Podcast across social media and head to bdaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast.
0: Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more... Visit That's mazars.com.au. That's mazar